it's time for us to take a look at what is happening down in the United States over the past week. And for that, we turn to Reggie Giacchini, our Global News Washington correspondent. Good morning, Reggie. Good morning. Uh, let's first get this update on the ceasefire situation that I know the United States has been working hard to try to make this happen. Yeah. Uh, so uh, currently, as of right now, we understand that 13 Israeli hostages uh, are being handed over by Hamas to members of the uh, the ICRC in the region, the Red Cross in the region. This obviously is uh, the culmination of weeks of efforts uh, of talks mediated by the Qatari government uh, involving the United States and Hamas officials, the Egyptian officials and Israelis. Uh, these 13 are the first 13 that are being handed over. There's apparently uh, 12 uh, Thai nationals being handed over as well. And this is going to continue over a number of days with that ceasefire in place. And then we've heard from Israel that if further exchanges of hostages are not kind of put in place or, or continued, that the truce will be broken and then the fighting will resume. It's very tense, isn't it, Reggie? Because it's been such a, a road just to get to this place. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, this is weeks and weeks and weeks of negotiations um, between multiple different diplomatic levels and diplomatic channels to try and get where we are, which is 13 people being given back by Hamas. Uh, it's worth pointing out Israel uh, is giving up kind of a three to one trade here. So for every uh, hostage that's released, three Palestinians are being released uh, from jails uh, in, in Israel. Um, you know, this, again, is just the beginning. There are concerns here that, you know, the schedule may not be adhered to because, you know, We've heard it from U.S. officials. Schedules are schedules are schedules until they're broken and missed. And then it becomes an unclear path forward to what happens next. Okay, so we're waiting to see what happens. With that, we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, Let's talk about some of the presidential uh, politics going on as well, including the race. There's been a lot of talk about whether or not former President Donald Trump could be disqualified from the presidential race for next year. What's going on with that? Yeah, and look, it's it's been an uphill climb. There have been two court cases that have already been thrown out in the U.S. Uh, with with people trying to keep Trump off of the ballot, citing what took place on January sixth. The all eyes are now on Colorado, where a judge has initially said, "Look, Trump has to stay on the battle, and that's uh, on the ballot, and that's because um, you know the the Constitution says if you uh, you know cite an insurrection or you're involved in that, and you're a sitting officer who's taken an oath of the office, uh, you can't." qualify to be in office again, but it doesn't specifically say the presidency. So the judge had to follow what the Constitution says. That's now going to be appealed. The appeal was was granted earlier this week. Both sides are actually appealing it here. So there is still a possibility here that the Supreme Court in Colorado could decide that Trump can't go on the ballot. That likely may get punted up to the to the U.S. Supreme Court. And there are some literalists on the Supreme Court at the highest level who kind of take the Constitution as is, um, you know, and it doesn't say presidency. So they may say, look, it doesn't say presidency. Trump can stay on the ballot. Oh but this is a big fight. Oh, no kidding. That is a big fight. It sounds like it's just going to get bigger on that one, too. And since we're speaking of Donald Trump here, it sounds like the House Speaker has been making some visits. Uh, yeah. And, and look, th- this one w- was, uh, you know, a little cr- you know, it was criticized by Democrats and it was kind of expected by uh, the vast majority of people who watch U.S. politics down here, because, you know, anytime somebody is in the, the position of becoming the speaker, wanting to be speaker, leader of the Republican Party, they go down to Mar-a-Lago. They talk with pre- former President Donald Trump. Uh, you know, some people call it kissing the ring uh, of Donald Trump. Uh, but, you know, this is essentially what what Democrats had argued when Mike Johnson initially became the U.S. speaker, saying, 
saying that this is an extension of Donald Trump in the U.S. House of Representatives because they fall along the same lines ideologically uh, and politically. Um, and and to have the speaker down there, you know, it raises that question of, you know, have have Republicans not learned a lesson here that, you know, ultimately linking yourself to Trump can be a losing matter when it comes to an election. But at the end of the day, he still controls such a significant part of the Republican Party that it almost feels like an expectation now for for a Republican leader to be in front of him. Well, let's talk about the other side of the aisle here, too. It was President Joe Biden's birthday this week. Was it necessary, Reggie, for that picture? Like, did they have to put all of the candles on the cake? I mean, it was a big flame. It was a big flame. And and look, they, they, they put all those candles on a cake at the exact exact moment where there are so many Democrats coming out and, and making yeah. complaints and criticisms about about Joe Biden's age. Um, and, you know, he, he's taking it in stride. He says, look, I can't do anything about the fact that I am the age that I am coming with my age is experience and longevity in politics. But the flip side of that is coming with age is the fact that you are the oldest president. He is the oldest president in American history. Next year, if he wins the election, it will happen right before he turns 82. If he stays in office for all four years, oh, wow. if he wins, he'll be 86 years old. And there are questions as to whether or not that is simply too too old, especially when we've seen what happens, you know, on the lower side of politics. Diane Feinstein was a was a sitting senator until she was roughly 90 and then died sitting in office. There are concerns here that age is becoming too much of a factor. Yeah, legit, too. I looked at that cake and I thought, oh, boy, was that really necessary? It's almost like they're poking the bear with that one. Uh, but let's also talk, since we're talking about age and the wisdom that comes with that, the life and legacy of the late Rosalind Carter, who passed away this week. And look, this this there there's emotion uh, when you read stories uh, about the life oh, uh, yes. of Rosalind Carter and and her husband Jimmy Carter. You know, a one term president, but you know, stayed in in the kind of spotlight for decades and decades after he uh, left office. Uh, she died, uh, you know, a number of days ago. Uh, her funeral's expected next week. Joe Biden will be amongst the dignitaries that are going to be there. Uh, but but reading through the kind of final moments of her life, that you know, Jimmy Carter sat there holding hands with her, talking about the decades and decades of marriage and uh, that they had that if he eventually they put the beds kind of foot to foot so they could look at each other he woke up in the morning realized she wasn't there he started crying you know it's it, it goes to show that you know love can really outlast everything Aww. here i mean they were married for something like 77 Amazing. years um, but she has a legacy too. I mean, she 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 played an active role uh, in the White House and kind of paved an, uh, an extended path forward for additional first ladies to be able to to follow down. But you know, it is the loss. Um, it is a loss for the Carter family, but for the American people as well. It really is. She's quite amazing. What a life there. Now on a completely different, non political, just weird story note here. What's the deal with Taco Bell? What is the story about this Taco Bell party from hell? I mean, look. You like this story, Reggie. You wanted to talk about it. The story is great because uh, it talks about, you know, it it talks about a whole bunch of different things, including open sex inside of a a Taco Bell. It was a Christmas party uh, at this Taco Bell. It was last year. It was in the end of 2022 where, you know, employee was asked to come to the Christmas party. She brought a a, a guacamole bowl to the potluck. Um, She says that she stepped outside uh, from the party, came back in. Two people were having sex, and then the man 
manager was having sex and then people were making out with each other in the party. She just wanted to go and get her guacamole bowl back. Somebody had thrown <laughs> up in her guacamole bowl. Other people were throwing up in the garbage. She felt she, she was disgusted oh. by this, so she sued. Uh, people lost their jobs. She eventually was moved to a different uh, Taco Bell location after being threatened and her car windows were broken. This is now going to you know be making its way through some kind of legal system here. But at the end of the day, just you know, when you're sitting in a fast food restaurant know what might have happened at the table that you're sitting at. Okay, first of all, gross. Uh, <laughs> second, have you not ever been to a Christmas party like this? Because I know I've been to a Christmas party like this, like a work-related Christmas party before like I, that. I won't say what kind of parties, uh, what has happened at the parties that I've been to, but I've been at parties where right. exciting things have happened. Um, I haven't had a guacamole Ooh, bowl thrown up in, but I have been in in, in the presence of, of, <laughs> of people partaking in festive a little too much uh, yes <laughs> i will also say like reggie i have been to a party that sounds similar to this one and all i will say was it was not cknw that's for sure so. i will i will say it no no at no part was this a chorus uh, party yeah, I, I, I was not in radio or tv right. at the time oh okay wow so many stories uh thank you for that reggie thank you that is reggie Cicchini, our washington correspondent for global news yeah, that's the story I feel like everybody is going to want to talk about, the holiday party from hell. This one happened to take place at a Taco Bell. I have I have seen a couple of crazy holiday parties in my time, work parties we're talking about here. This makes me think that people must have a story out there, right? What is yours?